And here's to another episode in the same show, in the same week of my show, The Story of My Life, with your presenter, Sarah Adewalu. I hope y'all are having an amazing day today. I know I am. When do I never have a great day? Every day is an amazing day for me. Well, I'm exaggerating, but you know, it's true. I feel blessed to be up and at it every day, no matter what. So yeah, in this episode, as promised, I'm going to talk about my experiences at the YMCA. I worked for them in the summer of 2021, and I'll stay mostly focused on that. Um, But once in a while, you may hear me make a few comparisons to my time. (coughs) Sorry. Working at the YWCA this past summer. So yeah, I'm going to try to talk about my co-workers there at the YMCA as best as I can remember them and I probably won't have enough time to talk about my overall experience working there um but that's all right I'll just save that for the Sunday episode instead so yeah in the summer of 2021 I worked for the YMCA in Greater Bergen County as I stated in that episode when I was first recording it The YMCA's original location in Hackensack had been switched to another Bergen County area that I'm not really all too familiar with called New Milford. (laughs) That happened as of February of last year. It was relocated to New Milford and that's where it currently stands. Sometime last year I tried to reapply to the position again as well as a few other positions such as the welcome center associate um but to no avail um so that's what piqued my interest in the ywca instead but yeah not to go too off topic in this episode i'll focus solely on my experiences at the YMCA and try my best to talk about each of my co-workers as much as I can remember. I'll try to keep to Anchor's recording time limit, which unfortunately is one hour. So I don't know. I guess it's worth giving a shot. Anyway, I'll start off by talking about the supervisor. Um, the main supervisor. Um, she was the woman who reached out to me via email in the first place and interviewed me for the position via Zoom. My first impression of her during that interview was that she was a very nice and friendly person. Um, She is in her late 50s now, don't ask me how I know that, and she's married with three daughters. Two of her daughters actually work there at the Y and her middle daughter Um, was the one who served as the main lifeguard to all the campers at that beach area near the lake. That girl, whom I'll talk more about when I get the chance, is three years younger than me, and I'm actually connected with her on LinkedIn. The youngest daughter served as an assistant lifeguard to this girl, the elder sister, and this woman's oldest daughter who once visited the wise camp or Tom in New York um, she's about my age or so I think 
So yeah, that's that. All her daughters look somewhat like her um, because of the eyes. Um, But then again, I've never actually seen her husband before in person, I don't think. But yeah, this woman was a great supervisor. Um, She was a bit tough on us staff members, especially us counselors. She wasn't really as tough on the activity specialists, uh, lifeguards, or camp nurses, etc., etc. There was a time, though, that she was a bit tough on specifically on the Team Kahagan counselors, um, which, of course, included me. And during one of her morning staff announcements with all of us, um, she, all of us counselors, I mean, in every group, um, she asked to see the four of us Kahagan counselors specifically privately um and she apologized to the four of us um due to an incident that took place the prior day you know at camp oratom where some of the kahagan campers were this close to missing the um bus well not like exactly missing the bus per se um but the campers in my particularly assigned team color blue kahagan blue um they were sort of taking forever to get themselves packed up and ready for the dismissal time to leave the camp and head to the bus to get back to the wise building in hackensack in time for the afternoon dismissal you know the time of signing them out and yeah it's a bit complicated and i apologize if i sound a bit confusing um, but I'll try my best to explain that some more along the way, um, if I ever get the chance. Um, so yeah, but the bottom line is that this woman apologized to us for being so hard on us, for not getting our campers as ready as they should have been. Um, we didn't actually miss the bus though. Um, we made it out all right. Um, I guess just the main problem was that we sort of kept the bus drivers waiting for some time, which was obviously a big no-no. But yeah, she's super nice overall. She lives somewhere in that area in New York, so she would never physically come with us back to the Y building in the afternoon for dismissal time to sign out the campers. So it would be her assistant, um, who is this other blonde woman with glasses and etc um i'll talk more about her in a little bit um but anyway this woman's office was located in a cabin that was across from the nurse's room and the staff bathroom that staff members would use um i'm gonna give myself a quick water break right now (laughs) sorry Yeah, so this woman was the one whom, to whom we had to report our campers' bad behavior. And she usually would see those campers in our office all at the same time. Um, unlike the YWCA, we didn't have a behavior specialist. So if a camper was acting up, we had to report that camper's behavior to this woman directly so she could 
um, handle these campers. Um, yeah, she was necessarily tough with the campers, um, especially if they were acting up. And when we all arrived at the main cabin in Oratom, she would start off her morning speech announcements and get everyone's attention by saying, one, two, three, eyes on me. We'd all have to repeat after her, including us counselors, and we all have to say, one, two, three, eyes on you. So that meant that was her way of getting all of us, like especially the campers, to you know, stop talking to each other and to remain quiet and listen to what she had to say. And after she was fin- finished with her morning speech, which was usually pretty brief, um, we'd proceed with our camp activities based on our assigned team schedules and stuff on a given day. So for Kahagan, um, different schedules. Well, within Kahagan, you know, for different colors. So for me specifically in Kahagan, team blue. So team blue schedule, which is different for from Kahagan red, Kahagan green, Kahagan yellow. I had to follow the Kahagan blue schedule. So the team red, team yellow, or the team green was not of importance to me. What was of importance to me was my own team color, which was blue in Kahagan. So yeah. Um, but before we... sorry before we actually did arrive at camp she would have a staff meeting with us counselors like in the gym after i mean before we could start signing in the campers for morning dismissal we wouldn't meet with the specialists or lifeguards and other staff members until we arrived at the campsite um in the wise building um inside the large gym room only the counselors and the campers were present yeah it is a bit confusing but obviously you guys can note the striking difference between the ymca and the ywca um it's only when we arrived at the oratum camp cabin that this woman would give her overall morning speech to every single one of us counselors and in campers in every assigned camp group, including my team, Kahagan. Um, so this woman would often stop by each counselor's camp group during the day just to check in on us and the campers and give us updates about certain things that were coming up or happening, like special camp events and activities and whatnot, like... And even some of the specialist classes and activities too, such as swimming and arts and crafts. So she wasn't just always like cooped up inside her office, of course. And um, I think that's pretty much all I can say about her for now. Um, I feel like if there's anything I may have left out, uh, I'll bring it up later in this episode or in the next one or whenever the heck, (laughs) right? Trying my best to adhere to Anchor's recording time which is so annoying, but, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, this woman obviously wasn't the only one managing the whole thing all by herself. She had about three or four assistants or other people who sort of served as her assistants along the way when necessary, and I'll try my best to talk about some of them if I can remember who they are. Um, so one of her assistants is this other blonde woman who, according to my internet research, is 
now in her early 60s and wears glasses as well. Um, this woman, I'm talking about the assistant. Um, she was the one whom I mostly turned to for a million random questions that I had during the whole day. Um, so on my very first day of working at camp, which was on Monday, June 28th of that year, I forgot the memo that staff members had to bring in their own lunch um, because lunch wasn't provided to any of us or the campers. So I had to ask this woman to make me a small lunch in the cabin dining room. It was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with a side of potato chips. It was only for that first day, of course, so I knew that for the rest of the nine weeks I had to bring in my own lunch. Yeah. But yeah, it was nice of this woman, again, the assistant, to make me lunch that first day. Um, She said that she was able to relate to me not having brought lunch in the first day because it happens to the best of us. I really like that this woman was able to assist each of us counselors with their camp groups. Um, I mentioned that at the YMCA, it was only one counselor per camp group, so we were all just working as the sole leaders of our camp groups. Um, so yeah, so even with me and Kahagan, with the three other Kahagan counselors, like we're broken up into different team colors. So for me and the team blue, it was me individually in team blue and the other three you know, in Team Red, Team Yellow, Team Green, their own soul group leaders of their own group as well, but then Kahagan. And so, yeah, for me personally, it was a bit overwhelming um, because I did have my moments where I didn't always know what the heck I was doing. So that's why this woman was of such huge help to me. Like, I had to ask her a lot about where certain things were around the camp area and stuff like that. Like, where was the basketball court? Um, Where's the dining room? You know, stuff like that. Because I wasn't really sure where anything was. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. And that's pretty much all I can say about her for now. And as usual, if something else comes up, I'll mention that as well. Um, so now we're moving on to the woman who served as the assistant director of the camp and after school program. Um, so this woman is African American. And as counselors, we actually worked alongside her as she regularly filled in for most of the camp groups, um, including Kahagan. This woman was more laid back than the supervisor, and I like that I was able to work alongside her in the Kahagan camp group whenever she filled in for one of the other team colors, like for Team Red, Team Yellow, or Team Green. You know, two women of color working together. Um, But like I said, she wasn't always with Team Kahagan. She was with different groups every day, just sort of supervising us for the whole day within each particular camp group and depending on which camp group she was assigned to for the day. Yeah, so like I just said before, within Kahagan, she offered to, she often offered to fill in for the other team colors such as green, red, or yellow. Um, I was mostly with team blue, so that means she would often fill in for the 
other colors within Kahagan, depending on like what the day was like and who was absent and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot I can say about this woman, um, but I promise to not to go on such a huge tangent. But one thing to know is that she mostly wore her hair in braids. Um, well, box braids, I mean. <laughs> They're small and they have some pink in them. Um, you know, along with some golden brown. Like, that's how colors that she wore with her braids at the time. Like, you guys know how we ladies would wear our box braids, right? <laughs> Just kidding. I've, personally, I've actually never gotten box braids before um i find them too expensive for me but anyway that was this woman's personal hairstyle the whole time of the summer camp program um according to my internet search um she is in her early 40s and her birthday is actually a week before mine which is july 29th um thus making her a leo (laughs) just like me um So, since my birthday fell on a Thursday that year, you know, August 5th, and this woman's birthday was a week before mine, that meant that on that Thursday, July 29th, she was absent from camp. Um, I think she took that day off to celebrate her birthday while I chose to come to camp on mine so that everyone could sing to me and all that wonderful, amazing stuff. And um, ironically enough, she was absent on my birthday, so when she came to camp the following day that Friday, I had to let her know, hey, by the way, yesterday was my birthday. And, you know, she was like, oh, happy birthday, sweetie. I'm so sorry I missed it. And it's like, oh, thank you so much. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't sure why she was absent the previous day, but yeah. (laughs) Let me just give myself another water break. (laughs) (laughs) sorry yeah at some point she briefly mentioned having a son so I got the feeling that she's either married or engaged or in a relationship or something I wasn't 100% sure of her marital status I'm not sure if I ever saw a ring on her finger. Um, I don't think I looked that deep enough, but yeah. But anyway, her son must be young. But then again, I never really got the chance to ask her how how old he was. Other than that, I found out that this woman has a pretty interesting personality outside of camp in the Y program in terms of her social media. Um, So I recently just started following her on Instagram and I see that she's apparently a comedian or something. So it's like, wow, so this woman has her own show or gig or something. Like impressive, I must say, being that she never once mentioned a single damn thing about any of this during the camp program. Or anything else in her personal life other than a brief mentioning of her son. (laughs) She also apparently has a YouTube channel, which I've yet to follow, but it's still impressive to me. And she's also on LinkedIn, and I just sent her a connection request yesterday, I believe. Um, So I'm hoping to hear back from her soon, within 
acceptance of the connection request. And um, according to her LinkedIn profile, um, she has been the assistant director of the Metropolitan YMCA of the Oranges for three years now, um, since January of 2020, that is. Yeah, so I feel like I've... (coughs) Sorry. I feel like I've said enough about her already. Um, She is an interesting person. And for the most part, she was very nice. We used this app called Dayforce where we as staff members could clock in and out. And on it, this woman was listed as the primary employer whom we were sort of working under. Not the um, supervisor who interviewed me for the position um, via Zoom. Yeah, she she was the main supervisor. um, But this woman... This woman, this black woman, the assistant director, um, she was the one who was technically listed as our main employer. Yeah, I mean, I know it sounds a bit confusing, um, but that's just the way it was at the time. I'll explain some other time if I can. Um, So this woman, um, the assistant director, She was the one that created the GroupMe chat for staff members. When I was reaching out to her via email, I kind of suggested it as a way for us to get in touch with each other for camp-related stuff, such as what we should do when we got to camp and stuff like that. Um, She, along with the woman who was our head supervisor, um, worked together to create the group meet chat and we all put in our names and stuff. And yeah, I apparently still have the group meet app on my old phone. Uh, not this one that I'm currently using right now, uh, but the older one with the pink case. Yeah, I don't use the app that often, uh, but once in a while I like to open it up just to check on it to see all of our old posts and stuff like that. And I think I mentioned it this in another episode, but I got the GroupMe chat group's name wrong. Um, I thought that someone named it Summer Camp Counselors 2021 or something, but actually its name is called Camp Counselors 2021. Yeah, that's the name of the camp group chat, Camp Counselors 2021. <laughs> Sorry. And um, since we're outdoors at camp most of the time, um, unless it was a rainy day or something, um, this woman, the assistant director, um, this black woman, um, she would wear her hat just like I did. And her sunglasses would sort of be folded on top of her shirt, kind of like how I would do mine. I mean, I wear my sunglasses most of the time whenever we are outside because I really can't stand the idea of the sun being all up in my face. And one thing this woman and I have in common, other than the fact that we're both Leos, is that she doesn't really swim that much either. Yeah, one time she said that she doesn't really consider herself to be the best swimmer. And I was like, yeah, neither am I. So yeah, whenever it was the time period of free swimming 
for all of the campers and every single camp group, including Kahagan campers. Um, I mentioned in that YMCA episode that sometimes I would just put my feet in the water. And of course, there were times in which I actually walked in the water, not like actually swimming, of course, just was just walking. And obviously, I would only stay on the shallow side of the water and definitely not in the deep end, the deeper parts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. And yeah, now I'm going to move on to talk about the woman who served as the school age child care program director. So yeah, this girl is really nice. And at one point in time, her sister-in-law showed up at camp. So yeah, let me talk a little bit more about that. Um, so I assume that this woman is 30-something, but I can't really find her name on LinkedIn or on any social media or anything, which is pretty odd. But if you Google her name, you can see some websites that talk about her involvement in other organizations, you know, such as the Girl Scouts of Northern New Jersey, for one. So now I'm going to digress a little bit by talking more about the Girl Scouts of Northern New Jersey. Um, the Girl Scouts is an organization that we have in here in Northern New Jersey. And I'll be honest by saying that at some point in the past, I sort of considered volunteering for them. You know, I gave it some thought, but I wasn't really sure if it was something that would really be that really be that open to at the time um, I'm not really sure why though um, I guess I just didn't think it was for me I don't know but anyway as I was scrolling to the Facebook page of the Girl Scouts Northern New Jersey um, I just recently started following them by the way um, I saw that their most recent post was made more than a few hours ago <coughs> saying that this woman um, who serves as the school-age child care program director at the YMCA, um, that this woman had apparently just become one of the two camp directors for one of the two summer camps within the Girl Scouts, Girl Scouts Northern New Jersey program. Um, that camp is called Jockey Hollow. Um, which, to be honest, I'm not very familiar with that at all. Um, this is literally my first time ever hearing about it. Um, anyhow, that Facebook post also details this woman's previous experience working with children by serving as the coach for the varsity women's lacrosse team at some Catholic high school in Wayne called DePaul Catholic High. Um, I'm not familiar with that school. Um, I'm not Catholic, so I don't know. And um, apparently she has been serving as the coach for that school's lacrosse team since 2013. So nearly 10 years now, which is rather impressive. So yeah, I think I've digressed enough by saying what I need to say about this woman's um, personal experience. I mean, professional experiences. Now I'm going to go back to talking about her role specifically at the YMCA, where she's the school-age um, program, child care program director. 
Um, before I digress about her overall professional background, I know I was saying something along the lines of the unexpected visit of her sister-in-law at the Camp Oratum. Yeah, it was definitely sometime back in July of that year. Uh, when she mentioned that this girl was her sister-in-law, um, that got me realizing that she obviously wasn't an only child and that she has a has a younger brother who's married to this girl who coincidentally shares the same first name as her yes her sister-in-law does share the same first name as her um i'm legit not even joking i was also a bit surprised myself to figure that out um even my kahagan blue campers were sort of scratching their heads around that jokingly wondering among themselves which one of them was their real camp program director. Um, I'm obviously not going to say this woman's name out loud, of course. Um, the Kahagan campers were sort of playfully asking this woman, which one of you is the real, you know, this woman's name? I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> and this woman sort of played along with it, you know, at the same time, just letting these adorable kitties know. It's me. I'm your real camp program director. <laughs> and yeah, again, I'm not going to say her name out loud, but obviously, hopefully y'all get the idea. <laughs> um, her sister-in-law looked like she was a few years younger than her at the time, probably late 20s or something, um, which got me thinking that her brother was the younger sibling. Um, we never seen her brother before physically, though. It was just only the sister-in-law and it was only that one day in camp that the sister-in-law visited um she wasn't the only camp visitor though um we've had other people including people who are sort of associated with the Y camp you know visit the camp or the campsite as well oh and also the eldest daughter of the main supervisor whom I mentioned was roughly my age and that girl the eldest daughter um, is the only brunette. Um, the supervisor herself, along with their two daughters who were in charge of the lifeguarding at camp, were blondes. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah, so this woman, who's the camp program director, who I just talked about, and her sister-in-law who visited, they're blondes as well. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, this woman, you know, the program director... Um, she actually does have a Facebook account after all. Yeah, I just figured that out with my constant stalking of my former co-workers on social media. In her profile picture, she's seen posing with three other women, all well-dressed as if they're at some sort of formal event or something. <clears throat> it's kind of hard for me um, at first to realized that it was her um, because I legit did not recognize her after nearly two years since working at the Y summer camp. At camp, I was so used to seeing her with her hair all packed up in a ponytail or a bun and she said that her hair is naturally curly and can be a bit frizzy at times and only a few times she's ever had her hair down like that, like unless she was in the water or like swimming like she too is a great swimmer so she was in the water a few times you know on the deep end yeah um so yeah in her profile picture 
Um, she's seen wearing a black dress and her hair is all pulled up like in a bun or something. Um, she's the one standing to the far left and I believe the woman standing like right next to her is her sister-in-law or something who shares her first name. Um, yeah, it was definitely the sister-in-law. Um, I can't believe I still kind of <laughs> recognize uh, the sister-in-law's face. After almost two years. Uh, the other two women. I do not recognize them at all. Um, but this woman apparently knows them. Or is connected with them somehow. Um, on her Facebook profile. She doesn't really have a lot of pictures or posts. And her friends are not really visibly seen. I've seen how different she looks with their hair down. Um, because I'm now so used to seeing her with the it styled in a ponytail or a bun whenever we were at camp along with their sunglasses and everything. In her photos you can really see the gorgeous blue of her eyes and her cheekbones when she smiles. It's not like I'm flirting with her or anything but I'm obviously just making a general observation of my own. The one post that stood out to me that made me realize it was really her after all was a post about magic moments at the Y and when I clicked on the post it showed me a link to some donation fundraising web fundraising website called Give Butter which to be honest with y'all I've never heard of before in my entire life until today. I was today years old when I found out that Give Butter is a legit fundraising website. Um, on that particular link um, it was recently created to show the 2023 annual support campaign of the Greater Bergen County YMCA. That is the Y's new name right now since its current relocation to New Milford. Um, scrolling down the bottom of the page, you can see the staff members listed under the team members section, which definitely shows this woman's name as well as the black woman who was the camp director on the right side of the page it also shows all of them staff members receiving donations from other people including from anonymous um sources so yeah that's all that in a nutshell um as for this woman um i'm apparently already following her on facebook and i just never even realized it and by the way, she is married with some kids of her own. Never got the chance to ask about that. I know that she's married because I once saw a ring on her finger. So an obvious dead giveaway. And I guess the last adult whom I'll be talking about is this dude who served as the executive director. And according to this guy's LinkedIn profile, um, he currently serves as the senior program director of the YMCA of Greater New York, something he's been at for 26 years now. So damn, what an accomplishment, am I right? But at the YMCA, Greater Bergen County, of course, um, he was definitely one of the staff members. He's an older dude with glasses and gray hair, so that got me thinking that he must be in his early 60s or something. I know I could be dead ass wrong about that, but I can tell he's obviously married with some children and possibly some grandkids of his own. 
He too sometimes filled in for some of the counselors in certain camp groups, including Team Kahagan. So those were the times in which he was present at the camp with us. Um, it just depended on the day and his personal availability and whom he was asked to film for on certain days, like who's absent from which camp groups. So, yeah, as the executive director, this dude was one of the professional staff members whom I encountered in the Wise Building Office when I was over there filling out some paperwork and all that wonderful jazz. The woman who was helping me fill out the paperwork and stuff at the time was this young black woman whose name either sounded Jamaican or Haitian, but she herself is a very sweet person who helped me with all the technical stuff, including setting up direct deposit. Um, This woman served as the senior HR generalist, which is sort of the same job title as the black dude over at the YWCA who set up my interview with the black camp manager through Zoom. A random digression into the YWCA this past summer, but hopefully y'all get the idea. As I was doing the technical stuff of giving this woman my COVID vaccination card, my social security, state ID, and the likes, this man came into her office because they both worked together in the building, of course. That's when I got to meet him for the first time, and he was actually the one I asked about taking some time off from camp for vacations or holidays or personal days and stuff like that. That's when I learned from him that the Y, unfortunately, did not have off for the 4th of July, which, as I recall, was on a Sunday that year. Nor do we ever, nor do we as staff ever take personal days or whatnot. Um, But that Monday, which was July 5th, should have been the day off, which is what I addressed in that YMCA episode. I honestly think it's pretty stupid and makes no sense that the Y didn't consider that Monday after the 4th of July um, to be a federal holiday. Um, I think I mentioned that that was a day in which most of the campers themselves and every camp group took off that day, so it was a pretty like quiet and slow day at camp. Um, but as the counselors and staff members, including the um, specialists and whatnot, we had to be present that day. I mean, I was definitely relieved that when I worked for the YWCA this past summer, they at least acknowledged that that Monday as the 4th of July and that there was obviously no camp that day um so that Tuesday was when we had to like wear our camp shirts um, which I totally forgot to do as I mentioned in the YWCA related episodes so yeah that's what this man told me when I was in the office because I did mention that my mom was planning to host a barbecue and invite some family friends relatives and all sorts of people over to our backyard and she made a weird request to have me take that day off just to stay for the barbecue and I was like no I'm not gonna take off for a barbecue like I have to be at work that day um even if it's pretty stupid at the Y I didn't consider that Monday to be a federal holiday um because it's the Monday after the 4th of July <laughs> So yeah, in a nutshell, I'm saying that that's what the man told me in this woman's office, that I'm not allowed to take that day off or any other vacation days or anything because, quote-unquote, 
camp is a serious commitment and all that wonderful bs yeah i'm just quoting this dude but i'm not trashing him or anything because he is obviously a pretty nice guy and he's actually very friendly and engaging with all the campers including the kahagan campers whenever he was with us at the campsite in camp oratom like i really like that about him and that made me believe that maybe he does have his own grandkids um but then again, I really don't want to assume anything like that. Um, but he certainly does seem like a grandfather, though. Like, yeah. I mean, I get that summer camp is a serious commitment. Um, but not to to not have staff take off for a federal holiday, such as the 4th of July or the Monday after it, is pretty ridiculous. Like, even when I was working at the Hackensack Recreation Center back in the summer of 2018, we certainly had off for the 4th of July. Um, there was obviously no camp that day. If I recall correctly, the 4th of July was on a Wednesday of that year. So we all had off that day, both campers and staff members. Um, that was also when I went on a cruise trip with my family af after the summer camp program ended. But again, I'll talk more about that in a future episode when I talk more about my experiences working at the Hackensack Recreation Center. And um, unfortunately, I'll be mentioning Guy 1 a lot in the episodes. So brace yourselves for that. <laughs> and I'm just about this close to wrapping up my episode. Um, I hate that I have to wrap it up so soon because I spent more time talking about the adult staff members, such as the supervisor herself and everything that I didn't even get the chance to talk about some of my co-workers who are my peers, you know, closer to me in age, such as the counselors, lifeguards, activity specialists, nurses, etc. Well, in the following episode after this, which is going to be my Sunday episode, <coughs> sorry, I'll talk a little bit more about my peers. First, I'll try my best to remember all the camp groups at the Y, which I think I've mentioned in the previous YMCA episode. Um, so yeah, I'll talk about that in the Sunday episode and as many of the coworkers as best as I can. I'm sure I won't get to every single person in the episode, uh, but that's okay. I'm keeping my promise to make a second episode during the week as well, including where I'll talk about more of them like including the specialists lifeguards nurses etc so yeah i do appreciate your patience along the way and uh if you have any questions comments or just general constructive feedback about my show um please don't be afraid to hit me up on facebook instagram twitter and a million other places on social media pinterest youtube tumblr <laughs> yeah I'm very active on Instagram and I have two accounts. My personal, which is Summer Girl of 97. That's S U M M E R G I R L O F 97. And my professional, which is Summer, I mean Sarah underscore journalist. That's my name, Sarah with an H. Do not misspell, please. Underscore and the word journalist. Um, in the meantime, I wish y'all an amazing weekend.